Welcome back to another episode of With the Side of Curry. Today's topic is going to be the music industry. My name is Rabif. I'm Yishore. I'm Kishore. All right, guys, we got a special guest this week. Um, we got a jazz vocalist, a traditional folk music singer, and and loves to introduce it, <laughs> introduce the international music scene to everyone. Shreya Pujari, everyone. Hello. Uh, Shreya, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, um, you said it pretty well before. Uh-huh. I'm a jazz vocalist, which basically means I specialize in jazz, and I am an Indian American, so I have a single out, which is from Assam, which is where I'm from. Didn't so, know it. Yeah. And so I have that going on, and I'm really into linguistics, which is how foreign languages work. So a lot of the songs I sing are from Brazil or Italy or Africa or just anywhere else because I really like the cultures of the world and bring that music to everyone. Wait, wait, wait. When you sing a song from, like, Brazil or Africa, mm-hmm. are you saying it in that language? Yeah, I usually no, sing it in It's just in English with, like, No, Brazilian yeah, no, because a lot of people, they do, they do just use the translations, but I feel like the songs are made for the language that they're in, and it fits better if you sing it in the language that they come from and plus I'm pretty good at languages so so, so do you like lear- actually like learn the like what each word in the language is or do you just kind of like know what how it sounds and just kind of like so sing? there's two parts to it I first figure out what it means so I can put the emotion behind it that it requires mm-hmm. but also I listen to professionals and often the original artists to figure out how to pronounce each word it's actually pretty interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. think I didn't think that much work went to it. Uh, no, no, no. I listen to music. No, no offense. You know, you I, I know music. music yeah. What do you listen to, Shreve? What do you listen to? I don't know. I listen to Frank Sinatra. Frankie uh, Boy, my favorite. Frankie Boy. No, I'm just kidding. I don't listen to Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra's great. He's actually really good. Yeah. He's uh, he's good. He's good. He made a lot of jazz. No, not that good though. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Recruiting. I don't remember. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess music. Um, where, how did you get started in your field, Shreya? Okay, so in Assam, we have this thing called Bihu, which is a New Year festival. Mm-hmm. And in Bay Area, it's pretty big. We have a whole thing going on. But basically, when I was six years old, my dad taught me a couple songs, and I went on stage for the first time, and I really liked performing. So from then on, it was just me and my dad, basically. I really owe all my music to my dad, but he taught me so many songs and for I don't know the past 15 years I've been singing there but around fourth grade I joined a professional choir so my music level just exponentially improved yeah Yeah. and that taught me western classical so opera and proper singing technique all the things that you know just a casual listener won't really know Mm -hmm. so after that I went with them to Europe for a tour And I got a taste of the professional life, how it feels like to work in an ensemble and stuff like that with actual musicians. Mm -hmm. And now I just do a lot of stuff. I just keep keep going. That's actually fire. Like, you actually have a music career. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's actually fire, not going to lie. If, uh, like, I don't think, uh, if you you didn't know, um, Shreya recorded this uh, song. What is it called again? H.M. Moran. Yeah, it's pretty fire. I'm not going to lie. She's checking out on (laughs) Spotify. It's a banger, guys. It's a banger. Um, tell us what you went through to make that song. Yeah, so I always knew that I wanted to make a song, especially in my language, because I you know, want to preserve that, keep it mm-hmm. going. I think that humanity lies in art and that you have to <laughs> keep doing that to push that's, it that's forward. Really you know, deep. That's really deep. That's so good. I wanted to be part of that. And so I know the, the sound guy who works for us, for Bihu, which is the festival I talked about earlier, his brother is a music producer in India. He works mm-hmm. for Bollywood movies. 
but since he's Assamese, he also has a studio in Assam. Mm-hmm. So we contacted him just because of our way in and was like, hey, I want to make a song, work with me. And, you know, he told me to send over some, some of my, some clips of my voice and stuff. And he really liked them, strangely. Not, not mm-hmm. really, but to, with a lot of enthusiasm. He was like, wow, your feel is so great. This Western, amazing, wow. Like, hold on, this will take longer, but I'm going to send it to everyone I know mm-hmm. because I want to make this more than just a song that I produce. I want to make it something real. I was like, all right, okay, sure, no problem. Go for it, whatever you want. Like, I just want a song. Um, so he sent it to the chart topper of a song. His name is Zubin Garg. He, like, basically places first every single time. He, like, mm-hmm. runs the whole industry. And he liked my voice. And I was like, no way. He wants to sing with me. So we made it a duet instead of a solo. And basically the song is about leaving a toxic relationship and putting yourself first, which isn't yeah. a message that a lot of Indian girls have, especially mm-hmm. in their youth. Yeah. Like, you know, with the history of arranged marriages, especially now that relationships are starting to come into the forefront, there's not a lot of resources, you know, telling people to actually have healthy relationships. So I wanted to be that voice for them. And in the song, he's just like, oh, come back. Like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. And I'm like, no. Like, Wait, so you were I like bet. the main star and he was like the second No, I mean, it's star. a duet. So. Oh, it's a duet. <laughs> but basically, but yeah, I'm also in the video, so I guess you can say. There's obviously one person that's more important. Let's be yeah. So um, <laughs> the, actual, the actual recording process was I would shoot my music video in the daytime from, so hair and makeup was 9 to 11. And then from 11 oh, to yeah. 6, like until sunset, yeah. was shooting the video. And then at night around, so I eat dinner, and then I get ready for nighttime. And then around 10 or 11, I'd record the songs. So it was really interesting for me to be recording in the middle of the night. I don't really sing in the middle of the night, but it was nonstop work. It's basically 24-7, but I really enjoyed it, so it didn't feel like work to me. But my dad was so tired. He'd, like, drive me around and everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, aren't you tired right now? I was like, no, I love it. So that was that. It was really cool to see the big mixer, see how he, like, adjusts my voice after and everything. Wait, wait, quick question. Mm-hmm. How, like, long did it take to film that, like, five-minute or whatever music video? Um, it took three days. Three days from 9 to 6. So three, three days? So three work days because 9 yeah. to 11 is hair and makeup and stuff. And we also had to drive to temples, drive to parks, drive to everywhere, right? So mm-hmm. that's transportation time, setting up the cameras and everything takes time. That, that seems fair. I mean, seems fair. At first, I was surprised, and I realized it took us, like, two hours to start recording a podcast. Right, exactly. Oh. <laughs> and if there's a team of at least 20 people there, you know, it would take a long time to get things started. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Makes like sense. It's like Indian standard time. So you got, like, a, you got a <laughs> taste a of the... break. Yeah. 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 So you got a taste of the star life. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be a normal person now? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't really say I got a taste of the star life. I think yeah. that now I'm probably more closer to that because I went to an Assam convention, which is all of the Assamese people from Canada and America and some from Assam. And for the first time, they're like, oh, you're Shreya Pujari. And that was such a strange approach for them, for me to be, you know, someone they're looking forward to hearing, someone that people actually go to. That never happened to me before. So I don't know. I would say that I was like a normal person before. Mm -hmm. And now now there's just recognition behind it. I don't think I'm better than anyone else. You know, everyone's well, crazy. beautiful. That's actually crazy. People yeah. just come up to you, they're like, hey, you're Shreya Pujari. Yeah, and that's, that's so That's strange. pretty fire, not going to lie. Not going to lie. But I guess that's, that's, that's pretty fire. Yeah. <laughs> not, all of us, not all of us can say that we start in a song. Yeah, well, like, you don't have to start in a song, but I just really like to know that I have an impact on the world. So I like to mm. have that recognition, you know, as a validation that I'm actually doing something. 
but yeah. you know, with whatever you do, you get that credit and appreciation for all the work you put in. It's a good feeling to have. <laughs> no, that's really interesting. Like, uh, we don't we don't meet people every day that mm-hmm. that have been through what Trey has, and it's really good to see uh, people. Stars stars are grounded, or I don't know. <laughs> right, right. I, mean, I don't know. I don't not know. all of them. That's not right. all of them. <laughs> uh, right. Not all of them. That, that is true. That, that is fast. true. All right. We're gonna move on to a generalized view of music, mm-hmm. like um. Uh, well, what do you what do you think of the music industry right now? Right now, just just right off the bat. Okay, I think that artists are being exploited and undervalued. I think mm-hmm. that the industry itself, that there's a lot of loopholes people have to go through, and there's a lot of people and a lot of hidden tactics in a way, but that the actual artists, like, it's just how can I get there? How can I get a hit out? How can I get a song out? How can I make them make them less money? but not how can I actually appreciate the art that they're trying to make, not how can I respect them as an artist. And like on Spotify, each listen is 0.001 cents, and an it's artist doesn't actually, really yeah. An it's artist actually doesn't even get all of it. So Drake, let's say if he has a billion listens, um, the music gets, the money from that gets split into the publishing company, mm-hmm. and there's something called royalties, so it gets split into the royalty company. That's just like the rights to copyright and everything yeah, yeah. so from the 50% that goes to the licensing or the publishing um, Drake would only get whatever percentage he has in contract with them so he would make you know a percentage of $500,000 which is not even like for a billion listens that's a yeah. lot right and so then the royalty companies they are just making a lot of money there's a lot of weird registrations you have to do you have to write yourself in as a background artist you have to cash in within three years um, there's a lot of money just floating around, and it goes to bigger companies like Warner Brothers and production companies that, mm-hmm. you know, they, they don't directly work with the artists. And yes, they are important, but it's also important that, you know, artists get the respect that they What's deserve. crazy is that even though they're, like, extremely talented, talented and, like, popular and all, we somehow make more money than 0.001 cents per... Well, we don't. Yeah. We're students. I, I mean, <laughs> right, but, you know, we, we choose to monetize. Yeah, but so like, that's, yeah, that's why, crazy. you know, tours are so expensive, like the, the merch from that, you know, it's a, it's a $100 mm-hmm. sweatshirt, because that's the majority of the money flow oh. that they get, it's from live performances. Oh, that explains a lot, honestly. Yeah. And people yeah, yeah. are live streaming concerts now, so that sucks, because less people are going to concerts, so where are they going to get the money from now? Wait, actually, oh, what's the yeah. point of live streaming concerts? The whole vibe of concerts is like being there. Exactly, it's, that's it's, the right mindset. Let's be honest, it's really not that it's much not, of like yeah. listening to the music. You could just listen to it. Yeah, album, right? exactly. Yeah. I've never been to a concert. I've you never been to a concert either. Do I've been to hello like Indian concert? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's you. Yeah. I have. Do Arjit Singh? Arjit Singh was fire! Oh my god! Ah. We're gonna be talking right now because Yo Yo Honey Singh. Dude, he's Yo Yo Honey Singh. <laughs> Yo Yo Honey Singh. Of course. Uh, shout out Yo Yo Honey Singh. Mm. <laughs> you wanna get on the podcast? You wanna get on the podcast? What do you think about like the current artists now? Like Blueface. Blueface. I actually don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Honestly, uh, you want <laughs> So, Blueface, right? He made this song. Uh, uh, I don't know if I can talk about this on the podcast, but that's not. he made this song that went viral. Mm-hmm. And people were like, damn, that's a pretty good song. Okay. And, but he doesn't rap on beat <laughs> at all. <laughs> at he all. Tries to, is, like, he, is he trying to not rap on beat? Or does no, he I don't know. I think, no. I think it's his style, and he can't rap, rap on beat, so it works out. Yeah, I think that's, that's really kind of interesting. Like because he's gonna like do the biggie thing where you change the rhyme in between the yeah, line or something cool. like that. 
Damn. Biggie did it well. Music yeah, Blueface does it. Blueface does Music analyst. Well, so Pretty. rap is rhythm and poetry. So if he has the poetry but no mm-hmm. rhythm, like, oh. that just he doesn't have rap. Rap is rhythm. Oh, yeah, if you, if you read the lyrics, <laughs> it's, it's a really not sentimental it's not stuff. Either. It's like yeah. some really sentimental stuff. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. You know, Sentimental's wrong legally, words, like. a song is just something that has melody for 30 seconds. So I guess he can be considered an artist. An artist. You know, I don't even have the art. But is that music I would really listen to? I don't know. But obviously mm-hmm. someone's listening to it, right? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far to say he hasn't had an impact on the industry. I would say I would say he has he had like a minimal amount of impact on the industry. Like mm-hmm. he brought in the culture of like an underground rap. But I don't I don't he's gonna he's not gonna last very long. I mean, there was always that, me. there was always that culture of like lesser known people. That's the whole. That was the whole like appeal with rap. Indie, yeah. Is it was like really accessible. Like if you were mm-hmm. good and you yeah. had good lyrics, you can bust at a bar and then now you have yours. Yeah, I agree. Have you ever tried rapping, Shreya? <laughs> That's funny. No, I haven't. I mean, have I? Maybe. Oh yes, I have. Do you know the song "Fly" by Rihanna? I don't think you do, but it's yeah. Nicki Minaj. Yeah. So yeah. I rap that whole thing. That's the only rap I've ever done. Really? Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. I was that's in fourth actually fire. Oh, oh, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant like you just did it once for fun. No, no, no. I, it's a whole performance. Dang. It was me and my friends in our band. We a band? Yeah. So there's a Bay Area Bihu band, and it consists mm-hmm. of me and my dad on the piano because we two started out. And then there's another family who lives in Mountain View, and mm-hmm. it's a dad who plays the drums a really good guitar player. He has his own singles out on Spotify and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes by the name 52 Prime. Shout out, shout out. And then his <laughs> older sister is really good at sound mixing and everything, and she's also a good bass guitar player and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we are typically the band, and they just switch out singers, <laughs> basically, with different people in the community, but it's the same instrumentalist. So. Alright, here's good. a hot question. You've mm-hmm. met a lot of, evidently, rather talented people. Mm-hmm. Out of all of them, which has... Like, right off the bat, impress you the most with whatever they've been able to do? Wow, that's a hard question. I feel like I'm limited to just the most recent people I've met, mm-hmm. right? Because I can't remember the people of the past. Does, I, I mean, I can, but it's just the more recent people strike me a lot. Mm-hmm. So I was at somewhere called CISA, which is the California State School Summer School of the Arts or something. Oh. Yeah, California Summer State School of the Arts. Great, love that. Okay, that was at Cal Arts. And I was surrounded by a lot of musicians, and there was one guy named Sudia who played really good piano, but he just learned by himself, by ear, and he took a really intuitive approach to music where it's just like, oh, this sounds right, let me just do it, and he couldn't read sheet music. And I think I was really appealed to that because my dad doesn't read sheet music either, so I saw a lot of the similar things, and I I liked Mm -hmm. the more artistic side of that rather than the technical part. But I don't know. There's other people I haven't met that I thought were really talented. Who, for instance? So there's this girl named Tanya Wells, and her thing is called Seven Eyes, and she's doing what I want to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> she's sung with a lot of well-known names internationally, and she basically blends cultures together. So she's from Wales or London, I think. But she's Wales, yeah. she lived in India for a couple years, so she knows really good Hindustani classical music. Mm-hmm. And she um, has, she works with a Brazilian guitar player, and so she sings bossa nova, which is a type of Brazilian jazz. She makes songs that are Indian classical with French, and she performs them at world festivals. 
other stuff, German music, all the music, folk music from around the world, and she's like actually making money, and I think that's so cool. Wait, I don't know if it's this person, but I know there's like one woman who does like, like half, like a song is like half a already established Hindi song, and Mm -hmm. then the other half is like English. Is this this person? I feel like it could be. That sounds like something she'd do. I, I mean, do you see yourself doing this after high school? So I think coming from my background, it's really hard to just say, yeah, I'll be a musician. I mean, it's hard for everyone to be a musician, but it's been expected, you know, that I make enough money to, you know, please everyone mm-hmm. around me, my whole cultural community, you know, everyone's a computer scientist or a doctor. Like, it would be really <laughs> yeah. hard for me to be a musician, right? <laughs> So in college, I'm definitely continuing music because mm-hmm. if I'm spending $50,000 a year, I might as well get the best music education as well. Mm-hmm. But after that, I don't know. It may be really sad as a kid to think that in grad school, I wouldn't be able to do music anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I've been so um, ambitious with my music now because I feel like time is running out. And so I just want to be in love with it as much as I can before I like break up in a way or before it dies. Side, write a song about that. Yeah, yeah. all right. That's some deep stuff, bro. That's some deep stuff. Sure, what's your dream collab? Like, who would you most want to work with? Damn, that's hard. Um, uh, Curry Lee? What? Kendrick Lamar? No, I'm just kidding. no, no. Oh, no. I was really thinking, like, really talented arrangers, I feel like. People who rangers? can really take a lot of music and put it together so like A.R. Rahman you know stuff Whoa. like that Ooh. I want to work with people like that who can just make uh. my voice part of something bigger but also make me sound good and yeah. make the music sound good so it's like amazing an amazing song rather than two people just slapping random names on something uh, explain to the audience who he is oh A.R. Yeah. Rahman he's like know. the <laughs> well known Indian composer um, he really took over the Bollywood industry I feel like but even before that He's been making a lot of music, and rather than selling out to the consumerism and commercialism of just, you know, bubblegum pop and, like, you know, just, like, I don't know. I've never heard that I don't know what the word pop. is. Okay, I'll explain that later. Just, I'll, I'll get to it. Um, but there's music, you know, just, like, a trap beat, a bass line, some piano. Okay, this song. But he's really creative in his scales, his other super technical music things I had to analyze. He's really good at that. But it also sounds really good, and... He actually likes doing it. So he's a really good composer. I feel like a good arranger. Um, and we'll write bubblegum pop. So uh, Katy Perry, Megan Trainer, et cetera, oh, all yeah, the yeah. people who just keep whipping out pop songs in a very systematic manner, and they all sound the same, and they're it's all about pointless pop. things. Yeah. Bubblegum pop. There you go. Dang. They all sound bad on radio. What, yeah. what kind of <laughs> songs, I mean, music do you guys listen to? Shreed, what do you listen to, dude? Um, all, like... 90s rap, uh, 70s. 90s rap, yeah, 70s, yeah, 70s rap. I don't no, not no, 70s no, just rap. 70s I said like the 70s in general, like uh, 60s and 70s. As Truth is a musical uh, IQ genius. Nice. Of course. <laughs> yes, like, give me recommendations. Uh, I, I, well, okay. Go wow, skip me. Yeah, no. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I mean, I literally listen to anything, but I'm, I'm really like picky about the music I listen to, mm-hmm. uh, relating to the mood I'm in. Like, oh, true, I'm like, the same. if I'm, like, really, like, down, and mm-hmm. I listen to some, like, rap, that just makes me mad. That's <laughs> like, not it, yeah. Like, I need, I need appropriate music. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I'm open to anything. Mm. 
give up on anything. Yeah. What about you? I listen to cave music. You know those uh, cavemen <laughs> drums? <laughs> yeah, banging drums. Actually, wait, those are really cool. So yeah, yeah. I used to learn Gregorian chants, which is like from the cathedrals oh. back in the 1280s. Okay, yeah, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. So it's like when Western music started in okay. 12, around yeah. 1280. So those chants. A push, okay. Yeah, right. You, does yeah, that make sense? Yeah. World history? No, it doesn't. Okay, just <laughs> um, 1200 AD is 1200 years after Christ. Yeah, I know what it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so that's really cool, but also, you know, Native American music, African music sounds the same mm-hmm. as, you know, your cave music, yeah. um, and their rhythms. It's like everyone is playing their own parts. And they all fit together in a really cool way. Really Bro, cool. you just blew yeah. my mind. What Gregorian chants? That were yeah, dang, what do, you, what do you not do? Answer that <laughs> question, bro. I, 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 she doesn't speak Ooga Booga. Okay. Yeah, 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 I saw. Yeah. <laughs> I can't actually do that. I just listen to Blueface. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, what was, Shira, what's like your favorite performance you've done so far? Oh, that's really interesting. Okay, this is this is wild. So <laughs> there's there's a company here called Workday. It's, yeah, I think yeah, we all know huge. what we're doing. Yeah, okay, yeah. this is because people listen to this podcast that aren't from here. Either. Yeah, no, Argentina. So Shout out to Argentina viewers. I don't know yeah. why yeah, and we how. Have, we have some Vietnamese viewers and some Argentinian yeah. viewers. We got people That's from really Pakistan. Cool. I love the Shout world. Out. Okay, so Sorry. here in the Bay, there's this HR company called Workday, and they have a Diwali uh, show. So that's the Festival of Lights, and it's a corporate event, but I went as a singer, as a corporate singer, but they're... The audience there was so good. They were so supportive, and it really felt like no one was there to judge me. I had a really good performance. I sang really well, firstly, but also just the vibes there. It wasn't one of, you know, they don't want me there or that they're judging me or I'm somehow in the wrong. It was really just, oh, my God, wow, look, a kid is singing so well. Like, I really appreciate everything about her. And I went twice because I loved it so much, and... Still to this day, I compare every single audience I'm with to that one, to that one, yeah. And I really think that the audience makes or breaks your performance. Like, I could sing the same song anywhere. And the way I feel after, it's totally dependent on how people perceive me. So be active, audiences. We just have a really random question. But, like, um, do you you have, like, connections at Workday? Or do they actually just, like, do they just, like, hit you up? Oh, no, I have (laughs) connections at Workday, yeah. Um, But I'm trying to to get money for my art, and the best way to do that is corporate events, so I don't know how to get, Uh, I don't know how to get hired. That's Have you you tried Twitch streaming? (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that for, like, gamers? No, 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 no. A lot of artists uh, make music on there. Do they make money? Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, Donations, yeah. Yeah. Donations? yeah, like yeah, interesting. I'll look into it. But also yeah, the no. the faces that you have and the laughs after you said no, no, that, no, no, I feel no, like no, no. you're drawing me into something. <laughs> no, Twitch is great. Twitch is <laughs> great. Here's the thing: when Keisha gives you suggestions, like make sure you ask others before you. Yeah. Like, all right. I'll research <laughs> yeah. into it. Good right. suggestion. Yeah. Of course. No, 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 Next. No. But some of them actually make like bank. bank. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than nothing. So. Next question: What's your creative process like? How are you going to improve that going on? Oh, do you even have a creative process? That's okay. That's so interesting. So I used to think of myself as not a creative person, which is interesting because I'm in the arts. But I used to be like a machine. They'd give me a song and I just learn it, you know, mm-hmm. and I put some emotion into it. But um, as of lately, I've really had to force myself to be creative, and I've been put in places where I've had to be creative, you know, making songs and whatnot. Um, but I have synesthesia, which is where when I hear. Here, I'm whoa, 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 Synesthesia okay. means the crossing of your senses. Mm-hmm. So when I listen to music, I can see color. Okay. Hold <laughs> <up>. Okay. <laughs> so okay, but I can't actually see with my eyes. It's like it's like think of the color red. 
you know, you can't actually yeah. see it, but you know exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. So it's like that. It comes automatically in my brain for me when I listen to music. Oh, for a second when you said that, I felt so, like when you're listening to music, like everything just becomes no, like no, yellow. No, I don't, I can't, <laughs> no, 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 don't worry about it. When I so, listen to Blueface, everything um, becomes blue. <laughs> so you know, it comes a popping. lot of the times um, I think if I have something to say, if I have a message to do, to give, I think of, you know, what, like, what colors would really fit it well. Mm. And then I plan the chords accordingly to make sure it makes the same colors in my head. That's but, crazy. Yeah, so I usually do that and, like, I don't know, like, red is not, it's not angry all the time. But let's say red was angry and I had an angry message to say. I try to make a song that, you know, sounds red and orange track. to me. <laughs> right. But um, what was really interesting was a couple months ago, this artist made a painting and I had to make a song from that. So it really took it backwards where I had colors first and I had to make a song from that. And I just thought that was so cool. Like, wow. Like, I'm trying to like, Im like imagine how that works. That's, yeah. that's actually insane. Like you just like imagine, I mean not imagine, but like you like mm -hmm. see colors when like. And I run the lights for our choir concerts at school, which is mm -hmm. so satisfying to me because each song <laughs> has a color, right? And I can make the lights on stage exactly the colors I see in my brain, and it's the best feeling. <laughs> Damn, I don't know that existed. The more you know, the more you know. Back to like the music industry. <laughs> um, <laughs> away from synesthesia. Away from <laughs> in synesthesia, of course. Um, like, uh, do you think artists these days are like scammed? That's we we, we yeah, already went over this. this. Sure you're I mean, like, okay, I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it's like it's like five a.m. I mean, it, it actually it's is five a.m. But I would I would I mean of course I would say yes. But yeah. Uh, here's another question: Is hip hop the best? Yes. What does best mean, though? The because uh, right now the most influential yeah in right society. now hip hop is the most popular genre of music mm -hmm. there is. Do you think another genre can overtake hip hop? What was before hip hop, right? I think it's as technology K changes. K music. K music. Yeah. Actually, it wasn't because it started in the twenties as you know <laughs> jazz, and then the as recording technology increased, you know we have Frank Sinatra, we have other mm -hmm. groups. Then you know come eighties with um, electronic instruments, we have the synth that came up. You know, and I wouldn't really call that hip hop. It was mm -hmm. just whatever the technology presented itself as. So at the '80s, that kind of music was the most influential, and now it would be hip hop because you know you have the more advanced mic technology where you can do, you know, auto tune and stuff, trap beats. Those mm -hmm. can be produced really fast on processing machines. So as technology improves and increases, what genre will be next? You know, you can't say hip hop will take the crown forever, although it has since the '90s. You know, change is the only constant, so music will forever evolve. Damn, <laughs> dude, you didn't ask for an LEQ. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. There's just so much knowledge at once today. <laughs> Sorry. That was, like, that was yeah, kind of impressive. I don't know. It's just a topic I like to talk about. That's, that was impressive. That was yeah. You like you literally just bust out another Trivi, What do you think, bro? You think hip hop is king? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. Hip hop is king. Yeah, it's it's not gonna be dethroned for a while. Okay. Yeah. I mean, actually, I feel like the end is near. Right. The yeah. end is... Well, yeah, I wouldn't right. say that. I, can, I, can I think hip-hop's just getting started. No, no. Is it really? Yeah, yeah I okay, would say so. I mean, a lot of the There are a lot of pioneers. <laughs> there are a lot of pioneers yeah. in hip-hop. Like, before, like... Before Kanye, dude, mm -hmm. there was nothing. Kanye... Every album Kanye puts oh, out... Whoa. 50 Cent? Oh, yeah. <laughs> every <laughs> album... There were big names before Kanye, right? Yeah. There was Biggie. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just a basic hip-hop man. Uh, of course. But and I can't say any of these names because I there haven't listened to hip-hop. I know. I, I relate. I relate. Yeah, I, I can't really I speak to on this topic. I have no idea who's singing it. Oh, same. Yeah, yeah. I never even look at the name or the artist. It's so bad. 
But, yeah, I can see where Ishan's saying, like, the end is near, but, like, I feel like Kishiro's right, too, in a way, like, there's a new style of rap that's taking over, and I, like, mm-hmm. there's gonna be oh, new facets to... Side rap. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there's gonna be new styles of rap, but hip hop as a whole, I don't think it's gonna be dethroned mm-hmm. for a while because there's so many different styles to rapping. Um, Shreya, you know who Lil Tecca is? Lil Tecca. Um, I don't. But before I go into that, mm-hmm. you were talking about cloud rappers, and I really mm-hmm. think SoundCloud rapping that becomes a big thing is mm-hmm. such a great thing because it takes away the inaccessibility of like becoming an artist you can actually put yeah. your stuff out there on your own terms whatever you want and i like that i like that mm-hmm. people actually listen to it like you, you don't know? have an excuse not yeah to do it. no and I mean, if you wanted unless, to do something yeah. like you actually can now and yeah. i love that so much yeah, but yeah. back to who you were saying before Lil Lil Tecca. Should Tecca. I, is that a name i should know yes. no i mean yeah you should you should honestly um, <laughs> it's like blue face you should know this. all right okay 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 so Lil Tecca, uh, let me explain so he made this called he made I mean, he made a song called Ransom, mm-hmm. and Fire. it blew up. Right. Like, blue blew up. Yeah. Like, well, it went like triple platinum. Wow. Yeah, and like, uh, oh, Juice World made it, made now. a remix, and like that blew up. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. <laughs> it's cool. crazy. Like this is the one kid in high school that you didn't think would blow up, and yeah, he actually did, and it was insane. That's amazing. I love that. If you go on like TikTok and everything, uh, there are like Indian no, it's remixes. Okay. I'll listen on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, Indian Moonlight. Please don't listen actually, to that. Actually, you know what? I actually buy my music now because Spotify makes oh. some cents. Yeah. So if yeah. I actually like a song, I'll buy it. But it's expensive. How do you but afford But it's like 99 cents. How do you afford 99 cents? I just cents? don't She's buy rich. coffee for a week. Damn. And then I can buy a whole album. Oh. <laughs> so I just make my coffee at home. Or, uh, it's, one the, it's one or the other. Either the coffee or the music. Coffee you got to pick, pick and choose. Right. And I got to support myself, right? Support the industry. People I'm with. Yeah, I see. I see. I saw this video on YouTube mm-hmm. uh, that was like, really how to cool. be a responsible music listener oh, on nice. a age, in the age of Spotify. Ooh, that's a good video. I mean, yeah. I never watched it, but that's nice. Yeah, no I think it was Austin it. McConnell or something. Mm-hmm. Hit him up. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> he basically said, buy your music. Right. That's, that's what, what you're is, doing. Yeah, yeah I think I, I would, if except I'm broke. Yeah, and in this consumer society, you want instant gratification. You want everything at your hands. What you're paying when you pay for premium premium is you're just paying Spotify and not the actual musicians mm-hmm. themselves. So you get free music with no compensation for that. Is there like a proper streaming service where you can pay and the artists actually get the money? Nope. No. No. <laughs> not yet. Bro. Or if there is, they're really special. Startup so idea. Startup it. idea. Startup idea. It's yeah. not. That's a business model that doesn't really work. Yeah, it's okay. just a As of yet, until you figure it out. There are some, but they're so obscure. There's not a lot of musicians on them, and mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of money to pay for it, too. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I yeah, mean, just as an irresponsible consumer, there's no reason to not, you know, people will just use Spotify and stuff, mm-hmm. fast fashion, Netflix, everything. You just got to keep doing what everyone else is doing. But, you know, if you cared a little bit, you know. I don't you know. Music. I use Apple Music, you sure? Oh, yeah. I feel like Apple, Apple Music is the same thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's yeah. like, uh, I don't know. I mean, the, the reason they're profitable is they follow the same model as the Spotify. Model, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, even though it's the same price, is it the same price, nine ninety nine? Yeah, it's the same price. It's yeah. just like it's got the Apple, it's got the name. The yeah, it's got all the, it's there just is got the to name, it. Exactly. Yeah, and the integration. Like, if you yeah. get a HomePod from Apple, you can't use Spotify on there. Oh my God. That's yeah. crazy. Apple. But the thing is, it sounds so good. And Apple Music, like, why not just switch it so much more into like the people that buy a HomePod, they already have a MacBook, they have a watch, they have their okay. phones. All right. Like, you know, seamless music. Remember mm-hmm. the topic of music industry? Just went to the Apple ecosystem. The Apple ecosystem. That's a monopoly. That's yeah. a trap. Apple don't, and don't Amazon taking over the world. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Not, but uh, all right. 
Next question. Do you guys think, like, the hip-hop industry is completely saturated? Is there yes. actually, like, place yes. for someone to blow up? Yes. I know. I feel like, like, in the past with other genres, there's always been, like, those few, like, pioneers who came out and, mm-hmm. like, really, like, kick-started the whole thing. And we, ha- we had that already. Yeah, we did. And then there's always that point where, like, everyone's like, yo, I can make hella money if I do this. And I have the an adequate voice to do this. <laughs> so then they do it, and they become successful. And we've reached that point now where we have a whole lot of artists that are, like, coming up and taking advantage of, like, the trend. And right. I feel like we've just reached that saturation point where... So there needs to be a tipping point where there's yeah. suddenly a revolution. Yeah. But I that. wouldn't... You know, who are the people that are blowing up? It's the people with the different voices, right? So it's not the saturated people. It's the new voices that are coming through. So there is definitely space for new people to blow up, you know, if you have what it takes to make people listen. I don't it's like the voices. I think it's more of like the lyrics behind it. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, voice like an artistic voice. Well, not like the, the actual yeah, if you see voice. Playboy Cardi, that man has said nothing and has blown up. He has literally blown up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he has, he, said, he has said more in... He has said more in a year than I've said in one hour, okay? Or, like, it's the opposite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, like, it's 5 a.m. I can't think. <laughs> but, yeah, Playboy Cardi. Like, what you're saying is true, Shavit, but, like, kids like Playboy Cardi define, like, break your rule. What do, what do you say about that? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, they break the rule. They break the rule. They say nothing, but they still blow up. Is it the, just a sound? Of what they're saying, or oh, yeah. is, you know, is yeah. there music, behind music it? Music means so much, even without words. You know, that's why I sing in other languages. You know, you still get the emotions and points across, or mm-hmm. it still sounds nice, no matter where you're from. Yeah, I barely Coffee understand Hindi. I still jam into yeah. that. Of course. Do any other genres, as of right now, have a chance against hip hop? Yeah. Right now, there's yeah. jazz. Just kidding. No, <laughs> that's no. a joke. Ishan, uh, you said yeah. What? What genre? No, I, I mean, okay, to be fair, I'm not well versed in like genres and all that stuff, but I feel like. Slow, like a slow yeah, music, like is the really chill like, music, you know, like yeah. Daniel Caesar, Frank Ocean, yeah. Rex Orange County, Frank like the Coachella, Ocean. like thing. That's pretty big now. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like, uh, Post Malone, like, new album. Post that was, Malone. that was hella yeah. chill. Yeah. <laughs> we were listening circles. <laughs> you Sean wouldn't stop playing it. It's not it's a good song. I don't yeah. know why. It's actually a really good song. I'm right. fine. No, but I, I do feel that slow, that slow style of music is like having a resurgence if, it is, if you true. would say that it's just like post you can't use him as an example because he's been in the hip hop like he's he's a rapper and he has such a big name even if he does yeah. make a slow song people are gonna still listen to it because no, it's post no but the thing Malone. is he's good at the slow stuff and, and if he I'm can't talk, no, and no, if I'm he talking can't about other people no, no, like no, no. trying yeah. to break into the industry no there are people who aren't post Malone who are yeah, still yeah. successful chill music artists you know yeah he was just using him as a common example, yeah, yeah. but you know, it doesn't have to be him. And, and right. that's a, a good thing. If, like, that. someone that popular is able to pull off, like, a new style of music, mm-hmm. then that's the person that's yeah. going to stay around. Ever-changing. No, yeah. I listen to only Post Malone's chill songs because I only like chill songs. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't listen to him as a hip-hop artist. But even other people who are, like, love and stuff, all the people I can't name because yeah. I listen to their music too much, but there's so many people in this in that specific genre, and it's super popular. I don't know, with me and my friends. Like, we pay 400 Three hundred dollars for tickets and stuff, you know. Yeah. It's big. I think like, I think it has. Yeah. Oh, like, electronic oh. is coming up. That's electronic. True. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's in the back of every song. <clears throat> yeah, uh, like a lot of rappers have started using like electronic beats. Mhm. Like, uh, like you know, back in like two thousand ten, people yeah. were jamming out to electronic music, and now Absolutely. it's, it's kind of died down, yeah. but it's coming back. Like it's not EDM so much anymore, but it's just there everywhere. It's just permeates, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it also has to do with like like, assimilation mm-hmm. of uh, music. Absolutely. Like, as new music comes out, as new new people pioneer new music, uh, people have to adapt, right? Right. 
Little Nas X. Little Nas X. <laughs> no, he's actually really yeah, good because he's bringing like cowboy. The genre and, yeah. blending and Billboard freaking out. You know, mm-hmm. good music doesn't have to be in one label and stuff. Exactly what you're talking about. People made space for him. They're like, wow, this is just good no matter what. We'll just I mean, it was just like the TikTok meme, but and TikTok know. memes too, but also like still fire, still fire. I mean, it's I like think it's EP? incredible oh, what he did. Yeah. Like he w- he went out, got two genres together, yeah. and blended them together. Mm-hmm. And Billboard doesn't know where to put it, country right, or rap. Exactly. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> like, that's kind of mind blowing, honestly. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, so I think that's like the All the that's like the kind of piece of it. It's like we're at a turning point, if you'd say. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've passed that whole like. The, I think we've passed the peak of the, the little box. boxes. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully, or not hopefully, but like I feel like in the next like ten years, something new is gonna pop up. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Cowboy rap. <laughs> Everyone's just doing pretty good though. <laughs> Sure, you're working on any current projects like right now? Well, you know, it's college off season. <laughs> but I'm always creating music, aren't I? No, so right now I'm trying to work on collaborations with musicians from L.A. and San Diego. So I am just, I'm pretty much just remaking jazz songs in my own style. Because jazz is something where... There's already songs that exist, and you basically take your own voice and your own approach, and you just make it however you want. So that's a little bit interesting. I feel like people don't know that. But I'm just doing that right now, however I want. I yes. see. So yeah, we'll fun. be on the lookout. We'll be on the lookout. And yeah. so, yeah, yeah, so thank you for coming by. I think we had a pretty good conversation. Yeah. I actually learned a lot. Of, a lot. <laughs> You're I, don't even, I don't even know yeah, what yeah, that yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was a real thing. Yeah, I just actually preferred like, listening to the entire conversation rather than, like, any talk on myself. <laughs> like no, that was actually really, that was actually interesting. Like, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. I learned a lot. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for coming by. All right, guys, before we end, uh, I did something special this week. <laughs> uh, I put out a post on Instagram for our page and asked people to comment down below uh, to be featured because I think, I think we can represent the viewers a bit more. And uh, you guys know who Iris is? We're not going to put her Instagram name here because, you know, people. But she said, High school, high school can be really lonely sometimes, and I see other students sitting alone and know that a lot of people take antidepressants. It just hurts me to see people so sad and know how that feels. What can I do to help without being weird or intrusive? What are your, th- what are your thoughts on what the source of this issue and this trend of me- mental illness is? What do you guys think about that? If you see someone that needs, like, that looks like they need someone to talk to, just talk to them. It- it might seem weird for you, but the fact that you're willing to do it just means enough for that person. Just go out and talk. Yeah, something something I learned is, like, if, if you go out and make the first move, there are very few people that will, like, judge you for it, especially if that person actually needs someone to talk to. And don't... I un, Like, I understand for you, for you at the time, maybe it feels a little bit awkward, but they'll appreciate it. Like, that's what you think. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. Like, people need each other, like... You need to look out for each other. Like that's what we're on the on this road for, right? We can't like go to Mars. <laughs> right. <laughs> makes no sense, I think okay. that the source for a lot of this is I don't know, like there's definitely, you know, expectations and stuff, but also that a lot of us look for distractions and ways to numb ourselves from, you know, taking not responsibility, but just, you know, facing the world authentically for everything that it is and like, you know, Netflix and all our extracurriculars and just being caught up in the rat race of school and everything, it really alienates yourself from, you know, who you are inside and, uh, like, just life. And, you know, if you're constantly surrounded by 
not fakeness, but, you know, just the whole, like, everything you're supposed to do and not really feeling real, like, not like your soul is fulfilled. That really takes a hit on you as a human being and as a person. So, you know, I don't know how to change that. It takes a lot of work and not a lot of people are willing to do it because it's scary. It takes you out of the comfort zone. It takes you out of just the easy living that everyone does. But, you know, this isn't really an easy living if it hurts everyone. Deep. He's become a motivational speaker. Yeah, <laughs> He's no, become a no, motivational that, that, speaker. No, that was actually that's very yeah, true. That was good, honestly. Yeah. yeah. We just, that, that, when it comes down to it, I feel like more so anything is we gotta look out for each other. Mm-hmm. Is I know that's like a really common and not cliche message because it's very true, but like it's a very common thing and people take it for granted. But that's like true. you gotta look out for each other. Yeah. And people, you know, we do see people sitting alone at lunch, but nobody actually goes and talks to them because everyone's like, oh, somebody else will do it, or like. I don't feel like doing it today, or so much effort, and it's so awkward, and they're a stranger, or they're weird, you know, I don't want to talk to them, but, like, <laughs> do you hear yourself? Like, yeah, yeah. That's if you not, won't do it, not, is, like, do it. be the person who does that. Yeah, you know. Be a good person. Yeah. It literally just comes out of that. Yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. All right, that was our Instagram message, so thank Up you guys today. for listening to yeah. this episode with Shreya. We're going to see you guys, not see you guys. <laughs> We're going to talk to you guys in the next one. Thank you for listening. Hey, uh, post, post Instagram comments.